Rick Manning from Americans for <laughs> Limited Government. Hey, good morning, and thanks for talking with me this morning. As always, it is my pleasure, and I would speak for an awful lot of listeners, our pleasure, because you make things a little more easily uh, understood in this crazy world of politics. I got a text from somebody early this morning that thought uh, that said, I sure wish people would get all riled up about something besides politics. Uh, politics is the only thing that seems to get people's heart rate going, and that seems to this texture really sad. Well, apparently he hasn't experienced the football season, NFL <laughs> season in Wisconsin. There we go. When people get a lot more excited about the Green Bay Packers than they do about politics. But right. nonetheless, it's a... Um, the jump around um, at the Badgers. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer that if you're going to get excited about something, uh, make sure it, sure it matters. And at some level, politics matters. And as much of a football fan as I am, and even more of a baseball fan, um, it is uh, those things are entertainment and matter less than uh, our basic freedoms yeah. that millions have died for over the course of the, this country. And uh, so, yeah, we, our heart ought to be a little faster when we're talking about people who are. Who are um, threatening our basic freedoms, and we ought to have a discussion about what's happening in this country. And it's actually one of the great values of the program you have is it allows us to have that discussion. And hopefully people come away a little bit more informed. And if people are, get mad about something I say or inspired by something I say, you know, if they start feeling that's, You're that's right. a, you know, that actually matters as opposed to walking through life like, uh, you know, if it, kind of dead and feeling you know, there's nothing you can do about it. You're right. If it spurs more conversation, that's a very good thing. I want to talk about free speech in a second. One more off-topic sure. question just because. Uh, is uh, requiring uh, identification to vote, is that racist or voter suppression in your opinion? No. Okay. It's common sense. It's it's common sense, and, you know, uh, a lot of the labor unions are very heavily uh, vested against the idea of having a um, voter ID for voting, Um, and yet they require voter ID for voting in their own election, in their labor elections. Interesting. So I'm I'm an advocate of uh, secure elections. We have to have honest and secure elections. If If my side wins... That's fantastic. If my side loses, I at least need to be assured that we lost fair and square, so we can go ahead and uh, figure out where we were wrong, how we need to how we need to adapt, and how we need to change our message, um, and you know, and then work in the environment we're in. But if you don't have faith that the elections are are true and square, then you have questions the very validity of our own government and that whether the consent of the governed has been attained, and that is essential to liberty. I watched a, a portion of a hearing uh, last week Jim Jordan hosted on free speech. Uh, interestingly, mm-hmm. that uh, one of the speakers who was invited to speak was censored at the meeting, RFK uh, Mr. Kennedy was censored at the, or at least the efforts to uh, to to keep him quiet at the meeting on free speech, uh, which is wow. So the Paul Jordan Free Speech Protection Act will it gain any any uh, uh, well attention? Yes. Will it gain any strength and and maybe become law? 
I have a um, I have hope that we'll get a vote in the House uh, with uh, Chairman Jordan as the as the House sponsor. I think there's a reasonable chance we'll get a vote in the House. Whether we win that vote will be another story. But the key thing that let me just give people a couple of pieces of this. It essentially does a few things and does ten things. But I'm going to give you the three that matter to me. It says if you are a federal government official and you attend, and you reach out to uh, somebody and you specifically try to have uh, Mike Hayes's post taken down because you don't agree with it, you can be held you can be held liable. Mike Hayes can say, you know, you have caught you you've you've cost you've cost me, you've labeled me as somebody who's a liar, and that has and that has real costs to me, and as a result. I am now able to hold, uh, sue you and and try to hold you liable in court for your actions. So it creates a liability, an individual liability recourse for individuals who are abused. A B, which doesn't First Amendment protects your right, but it doesn't give you. But there's no recourse in the First Amendment. Congress has to create the recourse. Um, so there's recourse. The person who who did that can be fired, can be found, uh, can effectively have their go, can be fined, can be, uh, and can have their uh, pensions and other things eliminated. And so there's a real cost if you're a government employee and you engage in that potentially, whereas there's no cost before. And lastly, um, if you're a government contractor whose job is to identify people who should be censored and you, uh, and you act as a cutout for the federal government um, in censoring people on social media or elsewhere, you can, be, you can get a lifetime company-wide ban forever on getting government contracts. Oof. And that is a, and so it's kind of a, a, a government contract death penalty um, if you are part of the censorship machine. Very, very dangerous. Americans for Limited Government urging co sponsorship of the Paul Jordan Free Speech Protection Act. If you'd like to know more about it, then you can find more about it at getliberty.org. Rick Manning, thank you for talking with this morning from Americans for Limited Government. Rick Manning.